Amen. Amen. The Lord is mighty. Amen. Amen. In the midst of us this evening, the Lord is mighty. Amen.
Oh, come on, put your hands together for the first love music stars. Oh, put your hands together better. Amen. Wow. Wow. I believe the atmosphere is very charged. Very beautiful ministrations, dancing stars, greater love choir, first love music stars. I believe that we are ready. We are ready. We are ready. We are ready. Hallelujah. And tell your neighbor you are welcome to the day one of the Holy Ghost conference. When the Holy Ghost enters, something will happen in your life. I said when the Holy Ghost enters, something will change in your life. And I believe that tonight we are so blessed. Just sit down for one minute as I take my time to introduce our mommy, hallelujah. For many of you, you don't know her. But you know, she is the foundation that we are standing on. Do you understand? So she is the foundation that we are standing on. And every good building will always call on its foundation. And you don't throw away foundations. You can't move around foundation. Paul said, no other foundation can any man lay than that which has been laid. Hallelujah. And I'm so excited and so glad. I mean, I'm so happy. She calls me her friend. But I see her as my mommy, I tell you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I admire her so much. I admire her so much. God has used her. You know, when you are very obedient son or daughter, your ministry has no end. And she has shown an example of an obedient daughter to our father, Bishop Dagewood Mills. And I'm not surprised the way God is using her in an amazing way. Amen. She has been on the road since April, moving from place to place to place to place to place. And today said she's coming to end it here and go and rest a little. Hallelujah. No, we are so we are so blessed. I said we are so blessed. We are so blessed. Amen. God brought Mama Joy and their husband, Archbishop Patrick, here many years ago. And every church, every church member, every building, every work of the UD in this five northern region of Ghana has been through their work. Products of their work and more products of their work. Hallelujah. I had the privilege to travel with Archbishop, I think two months ago, to dedicate some buildings. And we had some good intimate talks and all that. And I was so excited to be with him. Amen. Today we are so blessed. Tell somebody, mommy is home. Now, when, when mommy is home, I say, when mommy is home, Look, my God, my God, my God, my God, amen. Actually, Sister Joy needs no introduction at all. She needs no introduction. And I'm so excited. I told you that this place where we are, she's the one who came to find this place. You know, I story I heard. So when he located the place, he couldn't find the owner. He said, we will find the owner very soon. Just come and pour some sand here. And they came to pour some sand, and then the owner appeared. 
and the owner appeared. I learned it from her that if you want to know the owner of a land, go and pour a tip of sand there, then you know the owner. If nobody appears, it means it's for no one. Hallelujah. But we are so blessed. We are so blessed. And I've been wanting to bring her from the first day I landed in Tamale, not here. And by the grace of God, a door has appeared for her to be here. Amen. She is an, she's a seasoned conference speaker speaking in many conferences everywhere and she has taken the book work of our father bishop that to another level tonight i know you'll be blessed i said tonight i know you'll be blessed this is the holy ghost conference and the holy ghost he only enters when the word enters he said and the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me tonight as she speak to you the spirit will enter I said tonight as she speak to us the spirit will enter ladies and gentlemen I don't want to waste much more time stand to your feet with Jesus joy let us welcome to our mega puppet Episcopal sister joy Philip Bruce put your hands together come on I'm sure you can do it better for Jesus. Is that the best you can do? Is that the best you can do? Come on, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father, what a blessing it is to be here tonight. I pray, Lord, that you will visit us with your presence. Your word says that our expectation will not be cut off. Let our expectation not be cut off. Visit with us, speak to us. And at the end of this conference, let us know that we have met with you. I thank you for your blessing and for the honor. May I just be a vessel in your hands. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Put your hands together. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow, it's a blessing to be here tonight. And I believe we're going to have some good three days. Bishop Frank, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not enjoying your clap for your bishop. Is that the best you can do? You better improve it. You better improve it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's a pleasure to be here. We used to work on the same examinations board. And when the exams become hot, then Bishop Frank will say, I'll take this one. The HSA students know, Hallelujah. But it's a pleasure to come and to see you, Esther, the whole family, and just to see what the Lord is doing in this part of the world. Look, you are too far away from me. Eh? Can you bring this thing down? Uh, Tell only brother, you are the people who preach from high stages. Some of us, we preach from the, the ground. Is it okay? Hey, don't break it too. We can't buy it from Kumasi. I, I hope that's okay with you. We have done it already, even if it isn't. Then it's so good to see you, to see all the pastors. Hey, hey. Then he 
people are prospering. No? <laughs> it's so nice to see all the reverend ministers. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing. What a blessing. May God bless your faithfulness. Amen. You know, I don't take it for granted at all. As we, as time goes, you see that sometimes the tree is shaken and people fall. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, be careful you don't fall. Yeah. Be careful you don't fall. The choir, it was lovely hearing you. Alfred, Charlie, good to see you. It's nice to see all the familiar faces. And I'm also happy to see new faces as well. Hallelujah. Because both are necessary. Amen. Both are necessary. Those who will continue to be there and then those who also come and add to the number is so important. Hallelujah. Well, for the next three days, we are here. Tell your neighbor we are here. This conference has been especially slated for Salah. <laughs> tell your neighbor, you don't have an excuse. Yeah, so tell your neighbor, start thinking, what excuse will you bring? What excuse? What excuse will you bring? I don't think there's an excuse. So we are here. There's no excuse. We are here. We've come to flow and we've come to just talk about the Holy Spirit. And we are also going to pray that we don't only talk about him, but that we'll experience dimensions of him in these days. Are you there? Nowadays, the way the world is, we need him. Hello? I said the way the world is. Or you can't see that the world is a certain way. It's a certain way. What you were buying two months ago, no? It's not like that. It's not like that. Are you with me? And you are still here. And you are still surviving and doing well. Amen. And it is because of the power of the Holy Spirit that's with us. Hallelujah. So those of you who have been talking like unbelievers, please stop. It sounds so very hard these days. You see, when you continue to say such things, it comes to live with you in your house. Uh -huh. But whatever is going on, you are victorious and you are ahead of it. Amen. I said you are victorious and you are ahead of it. Hallelujah. As I'm standing here, I'm just thinking to myself, where are we starting from? So we'll start from somewhere. Is it okay? We just start from somewhere and then we'll go... <laughs> Because we are trying to talk about something that is not so easy to talk about. Yeah. It's not so easy to talk about. How do you talk about somebody who is a person and then the next minute is a wind? And the next time you see him, he's a river. And then as you are thinking that I'm used to the river, he's oil. By the time you are you are just, it's, it's like, oh, you don't get what I'm trying to say. I mean, as I'm looking at you, this is you. So I know that this is you. But as you I'm looking at you, you know you have become fire. All of a sudden, all my descriptions of you don't even make sense again. Then just when we finish describing the fire, they have become water, which they used to put out. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the Lord is going to help us. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is going to be with us in the dimension that we need. Mm -hmm. In the dimension that we need. It's not every day that you will meet all the dimensions of the Holy Spirit. And in fact, even in your life as a believer, sometimes you meet him in one dimension because that's the dimension you need at that time. When you need him in another dimension, he'll be there in the other dimension. 
Hallelujah. So if you are the kind who has been praying every day, Holy Ghost fire, Holy Ghost fire, pray Holy Ghost fire, but hold on a minute because maybe he has decided that that particular day <laughs> or you are not getting what I'm trying to say, then yeah, you'll just be lost. Hallelujah. Are you there? Ah, I hear Reverend Seth saying ceasefire. Okay. Hallelujah. So we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and we just believe him. Mm. We're going to believe him. You know, but first let me just say a couple of things and then we shall enter. Is it okay? I, I feel that there are times and seasons in the life of every church and every ministry. So sometimes you are at a season in your life when you are planting the seeds. Yeah. Seed planting is like foundations. Our bishop has made builders out of all of us. The part of the building I don't like at all is the foundation. Because when you are working, number one, is very hard work. Number two, what is visible? Exactly nothing. Nothing. I mean, you have poured... <laughs> Where my church is, it is situated on water. And we had to do an extension. Oh. You point when you come and look inside the hole, there's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. Meanwhile, you put boulders there. You put all kinds of things in there. And when we finally finished with the foundation and we closed it, look at some few iron rods. I was even bored. <laughs> Are you here? So you may be at the foundation of your life. And when you are there, you have a need of the Holy Spirit in a certain dimension. You are very different from somebody who has built and come out of the ground. Are you there? And has reached somewhere. He has a totally different need. You see, when you are building the building, you get to this stage and you have not roofed, you have not put any trusses, and you have done gable and the wind comes. You are not amused. Because it's like, Lord let the wind blow any day but not now until we secure that thing am I talking to someone tonight and I think that it, this foundation is a very important foundation for you to understand I'm speaking to different pastors you are coming from different churches or different branches and may God grant you the grace to take what is yours hallelujah some of the things we'll talk about are for your council as a whole and some are for you in your church and some are for you as an, an individual is that okay so i just want to address your counsel i have no knowledge of what there is so i'm only speaking by the leading of the spirit and i feel that you have come to a place where you now need to break out into fruitfulness is that okay tell me about small things are over small things are over I don't know how many new branches you have started in the past five years. I have no idea. But I have a feeling that you need to do a few more. You have been standing still for a while. Oh. You have some 12 new branches last year. How many new branches last year? You see, as soon as I started talking, the pastor's eyes started looking left, right. Everybody. Hello. The branching must continue and it must pick up. Hello? And those of you who are in the headquarters who were just about to think that you are free, but you have to do more. 
Yeah. Your church is only as big as the number of percentages you have. If you increase the number of percentages, you increase your attendance. And those of you who are like me, I don't do those things that they call my center. Jairofono. What do you think we are coming to talk about the Holy Spirit for? For you to go and sleep with him in the room. Hello? I said, what do you think we are coming to talk to the Holy, about the Holy Spirit about? When Jesus was walking on this earth, for 30 solid years, we never heard about the Holy Ghost walking with him. He only came and descended upon him and said that when it was now time for him to do something. So I don't know what kind of Holy Ghost you have that helps you to do nothing. I'm yet to meet that one. But the Holy Ghost that I know, he comes upon you for a purpose. For a purpose. Hey. Am I talking to somebody tonight? I'm not a marriage counselor, so I didn't come to talk to you so much about the one for your marriage. <laughs> another time, another time, another time. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you see, all of a sudden, some of you want to go home. <laughs> I came to talk to you about church. I know you came, usual, as usual. I see you receiving, I see you receiving. I see, it's a long time since I preached those kind of preachings. Because when I entered the word, I began to discover something. That there are blessings attached to fruitfulness. Yeah. There are blessings attached to fruitfulness. You have become very quiet. I, I don't mind, but if you are quiet for too long, I think I'll have to pour some water on you. Amen. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should reign. That whatsoever you ask the Father in my name is tied to your fruitfulness. Hey, Bishop, you are these people, they are very quiet. You are getting old, you see. You are getting old. Ash, come here. Hello? As for the people at the back, they're not minding me at all. Are you there? Are you, are you alive and well? Okay. I'm saying to you that your fruitfulness is what will make God answer you. Uh -huh. Your fruitfulness. So if you don't have any fruits, <clears throat> can you ask, consult your neighbor? Consult your neighbor. Do you have some fruit? Please, so your fruit is not the dancing, I beg you. That's why it's your service to God. Your fruit is not your singing. Your fruit is not your ushering. That's your service to God. <laughs> Let's go to Isaiah 61. Jesus was fruitful. We are looking at what he came to do. So that if you see a mop inside, then you can tell me that your mop that you used to clean the floor is your fruit. What was Jesus' fruit? He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to do what? Preach? Good. Good. Who did he preach to? Human beings? Oh, okay. Then he said what? To bind up who? The brokenhearted. Are you seeing it? These are all fruits. Oh. Proclaim liberty to who? Captives opening up the prison to them that are bound. Your fruit concerns another person. 
I said, your fruit, it concerns another person. Amen. Yeah. It concerns another person. Somebody you have shared the good news with. Somebody you have who, after you have brought to the church, the person is here because of you. Somebody who was broken hearted and dejected and felt that me and God, it is finished. And you have spoken to the person. The person has touched your fruit. So let me ask the question again. <clears throat> you are telling your neighbor how much fruit you have. How much fruit? How much fruit? Today be today. Let us just look at it well. Eh? <laughs> much fruit uh, some of you, your fruit is a ghost eh? it's ghost <laughs> oh my fruit, my fruit didn't come today, then you are a very bad tree you are not a good tree the church is becoming quieter and quieter <laughs> maybe I should tell Uncle Emma to turn the car so that if I have to escape I'll escape hello you see, we can play church. We can play church or we can become serious. When I say play church, there are many things about church that are nice. Yeah. But if you don't have fruit, take me to Genesis 38. I'd not plan to go there. <laughs> I'd not plan to go there, but I'm not in charge of what is going on. So let's obey. Take us to verse 6. Seven. Verse 6, please. Okay. Judah took a wife for Er, his firstborn, whose name was Tamar. Continue. And Er, Judah's, Judah's firstborn, was wicked in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord slew him. Anytime I read this, I thank God for Jesus. Because the Lord was in the slaying business in those days. It's the mercy Jesus brought. That's why they have not slaughtered us. Tell your neighbor, you are alive only because of the mercy of Jesus. <laughs> and Judah said unto Onan, Go in unto your brother's wife and marry her and raise up seed to thy brother. And Onan knew that the seed should not be his. And it came to pass when he went in unto his brother's wife that he spilled it on the ground lest that he should give seed to his brother. And the thing which he did displeased the Lord, wherefore he slew him also. You see why I said we should thank God for Jesus. Oh, this one today have slain him. But, but that's not what I wanted to point out to you. I wanted to show you something. And that is that our God is into fruitfulness. Yes. Our God is into what? Fruitfulness. Right from the book of Genesis all the way to the end. He is looking at fruitfulness. Be fruitful and multiply. I mean, honestly, only God will call one man, one woman, and tell them to be fruitful and multiply and, and, and fill the whole earth. <laughs> one man, one woman. And he has been at it ever since. So when he got to this guy, Judah's first son had a wife. Because of his ways, God just removed him. Yeah. In those days and in that culture, a man cannot die without fruit because God needs fruit. Are you here? God wants fruit. The reason why you are here is because of fruit. Otherwise, when you became a believer, you should have died and gone to heaven. No, it's true. 
Because everything else we are doing here, we'll do it better in heaven. Singing will be better, word will be better. What again? Happiness, friendship. Please, we'll go and cook rice and stew in heaven. I'm sure it'll be nicer than rice and stew on earth. Everything will be better in heaven. The only thing we cannot do is to bear fruit. Hello? So this man, his brother died without fruit, and a man must have fruit. So the father, Judah, called the next one and said to him, listen, marry your brother's wife so that you have a child with her and that child will be the fruit of your brother. So even though you've married her, the child will be called something, something heir, not something, something owner. And owner said, okay. And he married the woman. When he married the woman, they got married in Tamale North, where the aisle is very long. So you can do the pen, 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 you have your glory walk all the way. They came. Will you? I will, I will. I do, I do. The pastors are looking at me like they didn't marry their wives, as if they didn't say something. <laughs> I will, I will. I do, I do. It was time for the honeymoon. They went to the room. The guy did all the things he was supposed to do. He has enjoyed the woman fully. It is now time to plant the seed that will bring the fruit. And the guy poured it on the ground. And God says, you are with something. And he threw him there. What is the point? You have come to the church. You have joined yourself to the church. You have enjoyed the church. You enjoy the dancing. You enjoy the singing. You enjoy the other things. It is now time. Let's go and plant a seed. Let's go and look for a fruit. And then you disappear. And you vanish. And you say, oh, I couldn't come for the outreach because the guy did all the enjoyment things. He did all. Now he was going to plant a seed. The planting of the seed would give rise to a child. The man said, me, I should give rise to a child who will be called heir. I won't do. Pampers, I cannot buy. School fees, I won't pay. He wanted the sweetness. He didn't want the fruit bearing. He didn't want the responsibility. And there are many of us in church today, we are exactly like Onan. We want to come and do the sweetness part. There's a part of church that's very sweet. Yeah. It's very nice to come and see Mary and everybody and all the people that I have known before. It's so sweet. But that's just part of the story. Because Jesus had not yet died, God slew him. You are in church today. Your fruit balance is zero. You should worship Jesus because in your no you should be dead. Ah, you, did you read it or you didn't read it? Uh-uh. I like the scripture. Yeah. Because in those days, it's multiply and fill the earth. From the dispensation of Jesus Christ, all power has been given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. You've got to go. You've got to teach. You've got to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the work that has been done, has been given to us. It's the same thing. Mount 
multiply. Jesus came one. He came and found 12 guys. By the time he was leaving, upper room, 120. True or not true? As soon as he left, before he left, Acts 1 8. He says, What? And you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Power to be what? Witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of. That's the only reason why he was coming to leave the Holy Ghost with us. It's the only reason. Then he left. As soon as he left, Peter preaches 3,000. Preaches again 5,000. By Acts chapter 6, multitude. They are on their way and they keep going. It's the, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Fruitfulness. 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 Ask your neighbor again. Tell your neighbor, talk true. Talk true. Talk true. <laughs> because we have been playing a lot of spiritual games. So. A lot of what? Spiritual games. You don't have fruit. You have been coming to lead praise and worship. You say spirit comes when you are leading praise. It's a spiritual game you are playing. It's a spiritual game. You say you are what? You are a prayer warrior. You are leading prayer. You don't have fruit. You are joking. You are joking. It's a game you are playing. It's a game. Hey, what again do we do in the church? You dance. You have been dancing. You have been doing your legs. Something, something. You can do anything you want to do with your legs, but your fruitfulness. But your fruitfulness. You are what? Hey. It's becoming tough. It's becoming tough. Play the instrument, but your fruitfulness. No, no, it's true. Recently, I was looking at something in church. I was telling you, <laughs> I looked at the, the people who moderate my service. I said, ah, everybody in this church bears fruit. These people, I've not seen their fruit. I said, clear off. Clear off. Moderate. What are you moderating? Clear off. Clear off. You don't have anything to do here. Move off and allow some fruit bearing individuals to come in to moderate hey you say you are a leader of what where are your fruit film stars where's your fruit where's your fruit no where's your fruit hey it's becoming very tenuous this night you see, if I do not lay the foundation of fruitfulness, I have no reason to talk to you about the Holy Spirit. I don't have any. Or you don't understand what I'm saying. So if I don't lay that foundation, because as far as I'm concerned, that's why he came. Jesus walked around how many years with that Holy Spirit? 30 years. 30 years. 30 years as Son of God. Holy Ghost was relaxing in heaven. When the Holy Spirit came, first thing he did, we're going to the wilderness. After the wilderness, the preaching began. The work was born. The work was born. So if you are not ready to bear fruit, I suggest to you that you close tonight and go home and chew meat from your neighbor's salad pot. Hey! Mercy. fruit you could see Jesus bore it in so many ways so many ways 
Some of you, your next door neighbor is broken hearted. You have been passing every day. Said nothing. Only quarreling you, the quarrel. Hey. Hmm. Ask your neighbor, are they talking to you or? This fruitfulness, I'm trying to go somewhere, it's not allowing me to go. Let's continue. We'll go to scripture Matthew chapter 7, what's verse 16? You shall know them by their fruit. If you don't have fruit, we don't know you. I didn't write the Bible. No, is it there? Has she brought it? You shall know them what? So if you don't have fruit, who are you? Ask your neighbor again. Tell your neighbor this fruit issue is becoming very serious. Becoming very, very, very serious. You see, many of the things we do, we would have stopped doing them if we were bearing fruit. Yeah. The quarreling, for instance. You cannot quarrel when you finish quarreling, then I come to witness. So it will affect your life, how you live, what you do. Please, so there's a lot of movements up and down, oh, Bishop. I don't know whether it's the norm here or it's the, you know, I don't know what you do, but yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Luke chapter 6, let's go to verse 43. For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit, neither does the corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree is known by his own fruit. Every tree is known by what? His own fruit. So not somebody else's fruit. Hallelujah. So no matter what, uh, what we do in church, the fruitfulness is a part. And it's an important part. Hallelujah. At John chapter 14, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Because we need him. We need him. I'm going to read it in the amplified version. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another comforter, counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and stand by, that he may remain with you forever. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, welcome, take to its heart, because it does not see him or know and recognize him. But you know and recognize him, for he lives with you and will be in you. Hallelujah. Before the time of Jesus, we didn't know anything much. We only knew that the Spirit came upon people to do things. Now, this additional dimensions that we are seeing are after Jesus was now telling them what was going to happen when the Holy Spirit comes. And he said, after he, Jesus, has left, the Spirit was going to come and he would be, he would live with us and he would be in us. Why? Because we have something to do. Hallelujah. Are you there? Hey. Hmm. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. Too. 
Amen. John 16. I mean, John is between the chapters 14 and 16. That's the best place to begin to learn about the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But that's around verse 13. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Hallelujah. For the next few days that we are here, I'm going to be talking to you about flowing in the anointing. The anointing is the Holy Spirit. Flowing in the anointing. Hallelujah. Are you there? Flowing in the anointing. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. Are you there? So what was, what was the anointing? It was with the Holy Spirit. That's the Holy Ghost that was given. Hallelujah. And we're going to be talking about flowing with him. Amen. Now, what do we mean when we say flow with him? Reverend Seth, my books are they here. How many of you have this book, Flowing the Anointing? This one. How many of you have it? Oh, if your hand is up, let me see it now. One, two, three, four. Bishop, can we sell these books before we move on? We're going to be staying here for the next three days. It's a conference. There's no conference without books. Anybody you come to a conference without a book, you have decided to laugh. You have come to laugh. That's all. How much are you selling them for, please? They are not coming to consult. It's very serious. 20 Ghana cities. So just get your copy right now. Please, so the price is not 20 cities. It's for this, com- this conference size 20. You know, it's 50 Ghana. Yeah. That was when the, the dollar was 10 Ghana cities. So now, at 10 Ghana cities, it's a solid 80 Ghana. Yeah, so just get it quickly. Please, I'm waiting for you. Mm. I'm waiting for you. That spirit me. It a long time. Can some people come to the... Yeah, Pastor, you don't have it. I will do, deal with you. Pastors, what minister shepherds get it by all means. Yeah. Ah. Ah. Powerful. When you get it, because we, if, there's a hand at the back. For three days, we will not finish. That's why I want you to get the book because you're going to continue after this. Yeah. Pastors, if I were you, I would be on my feet to make sure my real members get it. My serious, serious, serious members. You see, when you're a pastor, you haven't bought it yourself. You know. And don't tell me you're going to read it on your phone. You are not serious. They should stop this prepare spirit. You have brought it back in. It's roaming around the streets of Tamale. You want to bring it here. We will not accept it. We will not accept it at all. Never ever. I'm seeing more hands. Beautiful. Just get it. You are somebody. You have 10 Ghana cities. Talk to a friend to give you 10 Ghana. 
you are able to borrow money to do foolish things. This one don't borrow. Say, please, can I have? And then you buy it. Yeah. Hey, pastors, you didn't bring any proper sheep with you. Huh? Or you're afraid you have to pay. Isaiah, where is yours? Please bring a copy and collect his money. Collect his money. This man here. Mm. Where's yours? The what? Then this is the Momo number up. Yeah, there's a Momo number there. Just put book by it, that's all. Yeah, it's okay. I see a hand there, another one there. It's working, crap. People, I'm very soft tonight, though. I went to a conference somewhere. I told anyone who doesn't have the book should exit. Yeah, you have not come for any serious business. Because the truth is that you will not sit down to study the book on your phone. That's the reality. So what you have on your phone is an emergency supply. It's not what you will use to soak it in. Yeah, it's too small. It's not, it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. Let me see those of you who have it. Left it, let me see. Oh, Munya is serious. They are not serious yet. Because they have some little free ones. The free ones, you don't even read them. Yeah, they are selling the book to us so that they will take our money. If I knew who you were, the slap I'll give you, you would have landed at the central bus. <laughs> Do you know the cost of fuel to bring us here? It's not your 20 cities. Look at these two ladies sitting here looking at my face. You want me to call your name before you buy it? fruit in some mission somewhere. Why should I give you? Come on. They should buy it. No, don't move from there at all. At all. <laughs> and the book isn't by force. You haven't seen by force yet. This one is just it's just some small some small things. Hey, we ain't here by force. Oh, it's just some small something. You have not seen by force yet. You want to finish and then you go and buy pie and drink so below something that by tomorrow morning you have to put it out. Come on, be serious. <laughs> your serious people, are you satisfied, Bishop? Have your serious people got it? Your serious people. If you're a serious person, there you should get it. Francis! Ah. Ah. Charlie, it's nice to see you have not changed. It's beautiful. Okay. Please, we have to move on with the preaching. So let it just go. I carried it with me because I believe that this book what I'm sharing with you has been written up in this book and it will do you good to study it yeah, you will get several dimensions here, I'm not even sure we'll manage to do more than one or two yeah, but it will really help you hallelujah fine I shall say, I shall say, yeah, I'm going to talk 
they'll do like they're helping you to sell they will help you to move around move around they're shelling 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 nice gentlemen green shirt look him smashing after a tobuk 20 you know when you get the book you'll be very happy that I insisted that you buy it yeah when you get some time to sit down and read it a lot of things that are not clear will become very clear yeah hallelujah please so I'm now trying to get into my message so okay beautiful I think it's working okay so let's let's move on tonight I'm going to be talking to you about flowing with anointing but we'll talk about one specific thing hallelujah what does it mean to flow with it means to operate by to operate by or operate in that anointing now here is the holy spirit who we know to be a person we know god the father as a person we know god the son as a person we know god the host holy spirit as a person hello and jesus is leaving and jesus says i'm going to leave the holy spirit with you right there is a, a solution to many issues. Please, are you done? By now, the talking should have subsided. Yeah. I'm going to use three people to demonstrate what I want, and these nice three pastors are just here, so let me catch them. Okay, just come. I'll see who shall be God the Father. Ralph, I think you can come and stand here like God the Father. Please do not joke about it, okay? Don't call them after that. No, it's just to illustrate. And then we shall use Papa Sam as God the Son, and we shall use uh, Reverend Francis as the Holy Spirit. Now, we know when we read the Old Testament, you see God the Father in operation. And actually, it's quite fear, fearsome. But you need to understand that they are all there. They are all there. Let us make man. They are all there. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God. That's even going to John. But you let's even go to Genesis. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without void, uh, form and void, and the spirit of the Lord. So they are all there. Are you with me? But the person who is dominating in the Old Testament, the one who we hear, God the Father, he is the one who is showing you. And you need to understand that. You see, when they say three in one, it's like, ah, this thing, I can't understand it. But you are also three in one. Yeah, you are also three in one. Your spirit is in you. Your spirit is the part of you. The day your spirit departs, that's when you lie down. Hello? Then you have your body, which you know. Then you also have a part of you that's not your spirit and not your body. That's your soul. The best way I can describe your soul for you is when you get a broken heart. When you get a broken heart, something of you is broken. You call it a broken heart, but if we go and take a picture of your heart, it's working pepepe. <laughs> but something is broken. And you know. And you know. It's not your spirit. If your spirit were broken, you'd be dead. It's your soul. It's your soul. And it is so, they are so close, the soul and the spirit, that the Bible says it's only the word of God that can tell them apart. Yeah says I call the word of God a double-edged sword 
dividing the bone and the marrow and the spirit. So even in the Bible, spirit and soul are used interchangeably. But your, your, your emotions are in your soul. So it's just showing you three in one. You are one, but you are three. Hello? You are one, but you are three. The sun that you are looking at during the daytime is three in one. You have the physical sun there. You have the heat of the sun. You have the light of the sun. It's fully possible for you to see the sun and there's no heat. Yeah. Winter in a bridge, the sun is featuring. No heat. Very good. Are you there? So it's three, but it's one. Just to give you some examples. Is that okay? So in the same way, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, essentially one, but operating, their operations are different. Now, God the Father says, let there be. He seems to be the one giving the commandments. And the Holy Ghost seems to be doing the commandments. We know Jesus as the Word of God. Hello. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. There's nothing made. And the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst okay after a while we see him hand over to Jesus in the New Testament Matthew, Mark Luke, John so in the book of John the scriptures I was reading for you he's now preparing that he will leave soon I'm soon going to give my life for you pour my blood resurrect and collect my name and go he says I'm leaving with you the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is going to be with you always. Is that okay? So you need to understand this one. That this is the basic understanding. That there is a personality of the Holy Spirit. It's not an it. It's a he. Or a she if you like. Or a shame if you like. Whatever. But it's a person that has a personality. Hallelujah. Are you with me? And that's where the Amplified Bible gave us several meanings of that word. Holy Spirit. In the Greek, it means more than just one thing. It says he's your standby. He's your helper. He's your advocate. He's your counselor. Most of you don't relate to him. Hello? Yeah, standby. What's a standby for? If they put the lights off now, you have standby genital. Yeah. So he's standing by you in case of an issue. He's your counselor. But you are walking around saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Ask him. Holy Spirit, what should I do? Because that's why I say he's a person. You talk to a person. Hello? You talk to a person. You converse with a person. Usually when I'm going up to preach, I say, Holy Spirit, you are on. Take over. So everything that's happening tonight, I'm not responsible. <laughs> are, you, are you following me? You are a student. You are going to study. You have not discussed it with him. That's why you are bombing all the time. Because what is not important, you are learning it. No, in fact, meanwhile, if you said to him before you started, Holy Spirit, you know what's in that paper. Just guide me as I'm going. You will see something. You will be trying to read chapter one. Something. No, no, no. Move, move. Continue. continue. Chapter two. Learn all. Get there to be there. Instead, you have been going to buy a poor. All because the Holy Spirit is there. He knows what's coming. You didn't ask him. Am I talking to somebody today? Yeah. So if you ask, you will actually get help. 
I don't know what to do. My boss is very angry with me. Ask. Ask. Most of the time, do you know what we do? Holy Spirit is here. Are you there? What did Jesus say? He is here with you always. So with means you are with me. So he's with me. I've not asked him anything. Then I'm in trouble. I didn't ask him anything. I go straight to Jesus in there, please. In the name of Jesus, Father, help me. He's standing here. He's standing here. So are you saying that uh, we should pray to the Holy Spirit? I will not give you a knock. <laughs> Before you even start to pray, ask him what you should do about it. If it is a praying matter, you will be led to pray. But what about if it's just a wisdom matter? What about if it is just... How many of you have lost something before you can't find? You have lost it. The next time you lose something, Holy Ghost, you know where it is. Ah! You know, you, you know where it is. He will actually show you. And but how will he show you, my friend? You ask and see. He will show you in a way that you will know that he's showing you. The Holy Ghost. So here you are. You have a situation. Before you even start praying, I me mean, nowadays, I even tell them, Look, I am even too tired to pray. So you have to lead me in this one. Which one is the praying part? Which one is there? Which, yeah. I have had situations where I said, Right now, if you don't sleep now, just go and rest. Otherwise, the program it won't work. It won't even work. Meanwhile, my mind is saying, Hey, Charlie, but one year back, I have to go and I have to go and pray. He said, Go and sleep now. Yeah. And as I've got, you see, I one time recently, not long ago, I overrode his. Hmm. I said, Go and sleep. I didn't sleep. Ask him. Last week, Sunday, I was, in, I was in Kumasi. I couldn't go to church. I literally couldn't get out of my bed. I was in Kumasi. I had not seen my church for weeks. And I'd gone home excited. Oh, I'll see my church. Instruction, rest. So we'll pray. We'll see what you do. You know too much. I didn't do it. Saturday morning, I opened my eyes. Ah, the going is not going. <laughs> I said, Hey, Lord, what is this? I said, You know, carry yourself. <coughs> hey, I said, Oh, but I don't force it like that. I said, You know you were given instruction, what do you do with the instruction? You made your own plan. Made your own thing that what you think you will do. Hey! Are you there? So ask him. He is the one who said this matter, we're going to have to do some real prayer work over it. Or this matter, go and see Bishop Frank. He will take you to this, this, this. And it is sorted. Okay, thank you so much. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. So, when you are flowing in the anointing, that's one dimension. And let me say that's the first one. You are even just getting to know Him. And as you are getting to know Him, it's like you, you get to know. That's why I cannot answer you. How are you, are you going to know He's talking to you? Because I don't know you. He knows you. So, when He's talking to you, He'll talk to you in a way that you understand. 
are, are you getting me? You just realize that I'm led to do this. I am led to do that. He knows how he will lead you. Hallelujah. Are you in the church? However, that is not the only way in which he leads us or the only way to flow with him. And for the rest of tonight, I probably have just about half an hour or something. I'm going to be talking to you about how to flow with the wind of the spirit. Amen. Now, apart from this description of the Holy Spirit, where we see him being described as a person, as a he, we now also see other things in the Bible describing him. He arrived on Jesus as a dove. We know him also as a wind. Head of him as water. As what again? Oil fire. There are also different dimensions. And these different dimensions are what we are going to be looking at over the next couple of days. Hallelujah. Oh, are you with me? And tonight, I'm going to be talking to you about flowing the, with him as a wind. If your book is the same as mine, we're going to be around chapter 6. You don't need to read it now. You're going to read it over, over your quiet time. <laughs> because you need some time to enter into it. Hallelujah. Flowing with him, flowing in the anointing as a wind. He doesn't flow as a wind all the time. It's at certain times. And we're going to read a couple of scriptures. Let's look at Acts chapter 2. That's the first place that we meet him, at least the first one I can think of, where we meet him as a wind. Remember Jesus had told them, remain there till I come. I mean, till the Holy Spirit comes. Now, when he comes, let's look at the description. And suddenly, so one of the things about the movement of the Holy Spirit as the wind, there's no announcement. There's no announcement. Just like how, when there's a storm, is there an announcement? In fact, when meteorological services announces, they're usually wrong. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, so, there's, the Bible says, suddenly, there was a sound from heaven. So, the second part about it is that there's often a sound. Or there may or may not be a sound. Just like the wind. You just think about the wind. It can be blowing when you look outside. It's only the, the, yeah, the trees going that way. But sometimes you can hear it. Sometimes you're not looking and you hear the wind. Are you there? And it filled all the house. So there's a capacity of that wind to fill everywhere. When you're in a meeting and he comes in as a wind. It can fill the whole place. Now here we also see him operating with fire and there appeared unto them cloven tongues as of fire and it sat upon each of them and they were filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Now John chapter 3 and verse 8. I hope you don't mind the open to open to even if you mind crying. <laughs> the wind bloweth where it listeth. And thou hearest the sound thereof and canst not tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. When the Spirit is coming as a wind, you don't even know where it came from. You don't even know where it came from. When you see the wind blowing the trees outside your house, do you know where the wind came from? Sometimes even the direction is not easy to tell. So it, says, it bloweth where it listeth. It goes and it comes. It moves as it will. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? We are learning about flowing in the anointing when he appears as a wind. Amen. I'm talking to someone tonight. Hmm. He blows 
where it lives. You cannot see it, so you can only see the effect of it. Hallelujah. However, when he appears, he has come to do something. And it is the things he has come to do that we want to look at tonight. Hallelujah. You know, my prayer is that you are going to sense a wind. Amen. A wind. He comes in to sort a lot of things out. Yeah, and tonight we are looking at when he comes as a wind. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to take the second point first because I find it more enjoyable. Exodus chapter 10. Tell anybody it's our church. Okay, I think you have to move a little. You have some pastors coming in from Bishop Keys. If they try to sit at the back, I'll talk about it from here. LP, I'll talk about it from here. If you sit there, I'll talk about it from here. So, just arrive. Mama Shine, your seat is waiting by me. Your seat is right there. Powerful. It's nice. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 10. From verse 16. In fact, I think we should take it a little further up. Exodus 10, take me to verse 15. Let me see what is there. Verse 15. 14. 14. Okay. In fact, even 13. Let's take it from the start of this, this portion of the story. Moses stretched forth his rod over the land of Egypt and the Lord brought an east wind. <laughs> Hello? This is the story of the build up towards the deliverance of the children of Israel. Okay. And Pharaoh, as usual, was misbehaving. So, the Lord brought an east wind upon the land all that day and all that night. And when it was morning, the east wind <laughs> brought the locusts. Verse 15. <laughs> okay. And the locusts went up over the, all the land of Egypt and rested in all the coasts of Egypt. Very grievous were they. Before them, there were no such locusts as they. Neither after them shall be such. <laughs> For they covered the face of the whole earth. And the land was darkened, and they did eat every herb of the land, and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. And there remained not any green thing in the trees or in the herbs of the field through all the land of Egypt. <laughs> then Pharaoh called a Moses and Aaron in haste and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now therefore, forgive, I pray thee, my sin, only this once, and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death only. <laughs> and he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. And the Lord turned a mighty southwest wind, which took away the locusts and cast them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in all the coasts of Egypt. Hallelujah the wind what is the point the point is that the wind of the spirit can blow away demonic powers yeah blows away demonic powers 
when the Lord allowed those locusts to come, it was a demonic thing. Are you there? Hello. Here is somebody who had stood up against God and had said a lot of things. And God has said, I'll teach you a lesson. So he caused a certain wind. So you can see that the demons even came. They came by the west wind. Which one? The east wind there. Now the Bible says that when they came, one of the signs that it was demonic is even the way the locusts came. In everything, over everything, everything was that. They chewed everything. Locusts are like grasshoppers. It's a smaller like that. And they destroyed everything. So God's enemy now said, I beg, I beg, I beg. I concede defeat. I beg. So now a west wind. So God didn't come down. There was no prayer meeting. There was no chanting. There was no anything. It just a wind. Just a wind. Just a what? Just a wind. And it blew away the locust. There are some demonic powers that must exit tonight by the wind of the spirit. Amen. I said there are some what? Demonic powers. That is why sometimes you may have prayed and prayed and prayed over something and you are not seeing a change. And it's because you need a certain dimension of the spirit to deal with it. You need a wind to just come and blow. One time, a friend of mine, in fact, I spoke about this gentleman a few days ago. I'm surprised that I'm talking, you know, sharing the story again. But it was just so obvious. This guy, I remember that when we were in Yangpala, they used to say that my husband and I we are mad because of <laughs> church and things. They say we. <laughs> Years passed and this gentleman climbed into a seat of authority. And when he was going to um, take his office, he felt that, you know, yeah, mm -hmm, some prayer is needed. <laughs> the, the, the promotion went with a car and a new office space and a whole lot of things. Now, I remember that when he asked his driver, he said he just felt he shouldn't drive the car. And he asked his driver to just wash it and put it down. And he sent a message to my husband and myself that we should come and pray with him. <laughs> Are you in the church? When the driver went to wash the car and he opened so that they'll wash the engine. Dried frogs, dried frog, dried frog. Then they are taped it to portions of the engine. So, of course, you know that it means they have passed places. <laughs> they have passed places. Are you there? Then, <laughs> so, they just, they just closed it. They have to call forces to come and pray about it. Now, it was the prayer in his office that was interesting. And he told us, you see, his secretary was a born-again Christian. And they were supposed to move into the office on a certain day. And as they were about to go, she said, Oh, I feel we should get my pastor to come and pray before we go. So she called her pastor who lived in the area. And he came. Just as he was about to touch the door handle, he just had a check in the spirit. So he told them, I'll be back on Friday with my prayer team. So when the prayer team came, this my friend, don't believe in these things. You see, so it's, you know I don't believe in these things, but this is why I've seen it myself. When they entered the room to pray, and they began to pray around the office, a whirlwind began. 
in the office. Ask your neighbor, when last did you see a whirlwind inside? <laughs> inside. You see, the man was telling me that you know that he, he won't do drama because he wants to say it's not true. Do you get it? But he said, look, this one. So this one, even after that prayer, he said they should close the office and wait. We should come. <laughs> More forces. Hallelujah. But I'm sharing this with you because sometimes a wind is needed to drive it out. Remember, you cannot, what should I say? You can't stir up the wind, but you can call it. Oh, you can call it. A wind, it can be called. Ah, you're looking at me as if you don't live here. Ah, the rain, guys, don't they call the rain? Ask your neighbor, why, why can't you call the wind? I need a wind to come and blow this thing out. I need a wind, a wind to come and blow it out. Somebody, you have been quarreling in your house with your spouse. You don't understand why the quarrel is not going away. Call a wind tonight. Call a wind to just take the thing out. Just take the quarrel away. Yeah, a wind. Just call it. Just come and sweep it out. Hello? Hey, are you believers? Or you are tired? We should close. We should close and come back tomorrow. You are surprised that you need a wind. I don't think you should be surprised. I think you should think about it because when we look at it, the wind removes things. Yeah, yeah. Because it has been removing your roof. That's why you are angry. <laughs> You didn't do the roof well. It's not a spirit. You didn't do the roof. <laughs> Should we look at another one? We are talking about what the wind of the spirit can do. Hello? Those of you who have the book, are you not happy you have it now? Beautiful. Hallelujah. And incidentally, Pharaoh knew that he had to call for help to get those locusts moved. Are you ready to have another one? The wind can make a way for you. The wind can make a way for you. Those of you who have the book, we're on point number four. It can make a wind. We often talk about the Red Sea and they cross the Red Sea on dry land. Let's read it. You see something. First, let's read Exodus 14, 21 to 22. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land. And the waters were divided, and the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry land, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. It, you know, it's actually a very fearsome picture. Very fearsome picture. When you are trapped in a place, you see, they were trapped. In front of them was the water. Behind them were the Egyptians. There was nowhere to go. You see. Then the Lord told Moses, said, stop complaining and command the people to move forward. But you, stretch out your rod. 
when he stretched out his rod, the Bible says that the east wind came and blew the whole night. And as it blew, the water on this side rose up like that. It divided. The water divided. So on this side was a wall. On this side was a wall. And the most fantastic part, it says, where they were, where they were walking, it was dry. It was dry. Wow. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together for the Lord. Come on. Come on. Come on. You see, I want to stay on it because I need you to stir up your faith. You have heard the story. It's like an system. It's like, oh, something that doesn't happen. But think about it. You are in a situation that you cannot get out of. You cannot go back and you can't go forward. Then he sends a wind. And the wind has a job. Wind that nobody can command. It now can be commanded. And the wind is told, enter the sea. Remove this side to here. And then remove this side to here. And don't only remove them, keep them there. And don't only keep them there, now dry up where they will walk. Do you see why your problems don't go? Your faith is not yet stirred up. Number one, wind, go. East wind. Note that it is the east wind because we'll meet the east wind again later. Go. The water. Push this one here. Push it and keep it there. Keep it there. And the ground. Make it dry. Hello. God was sorting out an intractable problem. A problem that cannot just go. This is a problem that will not just disappear. And I'm talking to some people. You are in a problem that will not just disappear. You are just looking at me. If I were you, I would start asking, Lord, eh, please, by any chance, is that east wind start still around? <laughs> is that east wind still around? Please, I would like that east wind to just come and make a way because that's what it was doing. It was making a way. Oh, me, dear, my problem is not in front of a river. Father, hold, slap that one for me. The point is not the Red Sea. That's not the point. The point is a way needed to be made. And the wind was sent to make the way. I don't know what problem you are facing or what situation you are facing. But tonight, I'm asking, Lord, let your east wind blow and make a way for your people in that situation. Cause the problem to move aside to the right and move aside to the left and create a clear way for your people. Hallelujah. I need to remind you that it was that same gap that was there that the Pharaoh and his people, illegal immigrants, they came to cross it. But do you remember what happened? As they were coming, the Bible said their wheels got stuck. God started to play games. Mix, mix. But the people who were supposed to cross, they crossed on dry ground. You will exit from that problem on dry ground. Oh yeah. I say you will what? You will exit from the problem on dry ground. Oh yeah. He just moved the thing. I don't know whether you people, your road still floods here. It gets, becomes, ah, now people who are in this church, 
that you cannot cross to enter your church at certain times. You can't understand what I'm saying when he said he made a way. Hey! I remember how we used to be looking for a way to approach this place. <laughs> Hallelujah. They were in a situation. Miriam, it's good to see you. They were in a situation, trapped in that situation. No way forward, no way backward. You need to understand this Holy Spirit that we are talking about. I say you need to understand this Holy Spirit that we are talking about. He can really do things. Oh yeah, making a way. Sit down, sit down. Making a way. Yeah. There was a medical student in my church. Again, I'm talking about a fruitful medical student, not a fruitless one. And this guy, <laughs> final exams. He had gone to do his finals. Then he had a, what do you call it? Um, practical exams the next day. You see this practical one that they give you patients and you are supposed to diagnose. And he planned to wake up and revise some things. And he slept. <laughs> when he woke up, it was time to go. I'm talking about making a way. It was time to go. So, he got rest. I pray for my students every morning. Yeah, every morning you get a voice notes prayer. Said so he just put it on and he was listening and walking. Then he got to the place. Exams were about people were around. You go in one by one. And he was sitting down there contemplating his fate. Hello. I'm talking about making a way in impossible situations. He was remembering all the things he had planned to look at, but there was no time. As they were sitting there waiting, exams had not yet started. And a resident who used to coach them, he used to coach them as a group. He came down the stairs and he just asked for one name. Who is this person? It was him. So he got up and the man said, what do you know about, he mentioned a certain condition. He said, I have no idea. And the man started teaching, 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 teaching. Point by point. Say, say it back to me. Good. Okay. That's it. Then he sat down. He doesn't know the man. The man does not know him. He sat down. He said, as he was sitting. <laughs> as he was sitting down, still contemplating his fate, behind him was a group of three ladies. Chat, they were talking. And they were discussing another condition. So, I just. Because you did. You are just out. So, he was just listening to what they were saying. Say, so, okay, as they were saying, he was. Then there was a third. I've forgotten the third one. It was his turn. He went. Patient number one. It was the man's. Take patient number two. It was what the ladies was discussing. Patient number three. Holy Ghost, and he had made a way. Oh. I'm talking about making a way. The reason why I am giving this example at this point is that to me, the spirit must have whispered something by a wind moving that guy. He doesn't know the guy from anywhere. He doesn't know him from anywhere. Another such. You see, this is my 
these particular testimonies are because my son was a medical student. He always had some. When you are fruitful, God will always do something for you. Final exams. He was on his way. He was the next person. The person before him had come out. So, he was next. He walks up to the door as he's supposed to do. But just as he's opening the door, he hears the external examiner. And the external examiner says, I wonder why they all think it's a stroke. That's all he hears. And he enters. He said he doesn't, no matter what he's going to see there, it is not a stroke. Hey! <laughs> said no matter what is lying there, it's not a stroke. It's not a stroke. So when he got there, he saw the person. He started to call. Remember, what are the other things that will give you? The woman was so excited, she now started to give him a point. Hey, hey, yeah, it's true. And then when you add this, one, that's all. That's all. Hey. <laughs> Amen. Hey. These people were in a bad place. I tell you, if the Egyptians had caught the Israelites, I want you to imagine what would have happened. It would have been brutal. Like some of you, your landlord that has been chasing you. <laughs> if he finds you, you are finished. Hey, look, let's call some wind tonight. Yeah, some wind. I don't know what the wind will go and do, but the wind of the Holy Spirit. Go and do something. Just go and reorganize something. Go and change something. Go and disturb something. Go and lift up something. Go and dry out something. Make a way somewhere. Cause something to happen. Let there be a road where there was no road. Let there be a way where there was no way. And let your children be delivered. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Hey. Do we have time for one more? Are you sure? <laughs> ah, Shabaya. Masoteri andala masoketaya. And God makes a way. I said, He does what? There is no way. The road is closed. He will make a way. He will make a way. Ah, hallelujah. The points are a lot, and they are very nice, and all are needed. That's why you should be happy you have the book. If your neighbor doesn't have the book, tell your neighbor you have done yourself. You have done yourself. <laughs> the likelihood that you open your phone to read is almost zero. Shebre sondala makataya baba Ah, let's go to Numbers chapter 11. <laughs> I love this wind, I tell you. The wind of the Spirit. <sighs> Are you there? The wind of the Spirit. The wind of the Spirit. You know, sometimes you are ministering and you just see the wind. You just see it. You cannot describe how just starts to sort people out. I'm praying that he's sorting you out as you are sitting there. Hallelujah. Because not every wind is violent. Some winds are also gentle, but they are doing things. 
Hallelujah. Numbers 11, let's go to verse 30. You see, this story, the people had been crying. You have been giving us bread, bread in the morning, bread in the evening, bread, bread, bread. Lord, we are tired of bread, 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 bread. This is how we just have to be cooking. In verse 30, the Bible says that Moses got him into the camp, he and the elders of Israel. And there went forth a wind from the Lord. Oh, there went forth what? A wind from the Lord. And brought quails from the sea. And let them fall by the camp as it were a day's journey on the side. And as it were a day's journey on the other side. Round about the camp. And as it were two cubits high upon the face of the earth. And the people stood up all that day and all that night and all the next day. And gathered the quails. He that gathered least gathered ten homers. And they spread them all abroad, abroad for themselves right about, round about the camp. Here are these people complaining. Some of us, we should be careful. Yeah. In fact, God, I feel we should be very careful when we complain. We should be very careful. You see, we talk as though God does not take care of us. Mm. You have to travel a little. My prayer for you is that you travel. When you travel, you will see that it's not as bad as you think. Hello. One time I was traveling in the plane, I started to pray and confess my sins because I was sure I was going to die. The plane is landing on water. It's completely dark. We are going to land in the water. My God, I said, Lord, what is this? If I'm going to die, they will not even see my body as it is landing. Bishop, it was not water. It is an airport that has no light. <laughs> the whole town had no light. When we landed, the light on the runway was like candlesticks. We have light. It's, when I say Christ, it's not our major airport. It's like our third or our fourth airport. It has light. But there's a major airport. It has the airport of the capital. We were landing. I said, till we touched the ground, I didn't see one light. It was sure said, we there. Yeah, touch him. We are going to drink the water. <laughs> These people were complaining. They had food to eat, but they were complaining. Please push your neighbor and say, is it you? Now they are complaining about the diet. That hey, is the, this manna bread, manna in the morning, manna in the afternoon. We want meat, we want meat. God said, you want meat. I'm coming. You see, sometimes we provoke God. We, we, we talk as though we have, to, we have to convince him in a way to give. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. So he wanted to show them that it's meat you are talking about. You will get meat that you don't know what to do. Hello. The place where they were was in the middle of the desert. He brought them meat by the wind. When you start walking from the end where they started dropping the meat, it will take you one day to reach the other end. Then it was piled high like that. They gathered meat the whole day gathered meat the whole night gathered meat the following day he sent a wind a wind to show you that it's not anything for him the thing you are crying about is not anything for him yeah it's not anything it's not anything for him it's not what anything for him it is believed 
the issue. It's your fruitfulness that's the issue. It's not anything at all. Amen. So he just called a wind. Tonight I need you to know that the Lord can call a wind to bring you what you need. Yeah. Before you are, and you see, when he provided to, he did it in such a way that you cannot say, oh, it's a mistake. My aunt was passing and she brought us some. No. Your aunt cannot give you meat that it will take you one day to walk from where? <laughs> Somebody tonight, may the Lord bring you a wind. A wind that will bring what you need and put it on it. Sometimes you think you need A, but it's B that you need. May he bring you what you need. Yeah. I said, may he bring you what you need. Hallelujah. Are you in the house tonight? Yeah. By a wind. You will not know how it came. You just see that he has brought it. Amen. I believe God for some supernatural bills to be paid. You should just pay it. Yeah. By a wind. Tonight we're going to stand and we're going to pray for a few minutes. And as we pray, I want you to just think about the Lord. And think about the Spirit of God who comes as a wind. It's come by your wind, Lord. By your wind. By your wind. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes tonight. Lift up your voice and pray. Just by a wind, O oh God. A wind, a wind, a wind, a wind. A wind, O oh God. Matolo boshete ni adala bradi atama boshata. Ibrandele keri adala boshata ni adala boshabra bababa. Lord, the wind of your spirit, 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 in the name of Jesus, the wind of your spirit. The wind of your spirit, the wind of your spirit, the wind of your spirit. Mantolo Shetelyandala Brakatandala Baridolo Bashadaba. E Tolomo a wind of your spirit, a wind of your spirit, O God. To flow in the wind of the spirit, 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 in the name of Jesus, all of us shall have your Oh, the 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 the
your two hands tonight and you want to say wind of the spirit deal with me tonight answer me tonight oh yes oh yes oh yes asking for a wind pastors you want to ask for a wind that will cause growth in your church that will bring another level of growth oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes oh yes somebody that wind is coming to make a way in a problem that has been standing for so long but tonight you are breaking forth on every side receive it tonight in the name of jesus the wind rises up on your behalf he rises up on your behalf he rises up on your behalf in the name Somebody, a wind of refreshing is coming around you now. A wind of refreshing is coming around you now. A wind of refreshing is coming around you now. Deal with your spirit. Deal with me with your spirit. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
the wind bloweth where it listeth. Tonight, he's going to start wherever he wants to start. Yes, Lord. Don't say, I'm standing at the back. He cannot see me. The Lord can see you right there. Oh, yes. Oh, Holy Spirit, blow tonight. Blow tonight. Yes, Lord. Blow tonight. Yes, Lord. Yes. Mm. In the name of Jesus. Somebody, your long standing problem, you will not see it again. It's being blown away. Suddenly, it's going to resolve. Blown away by the wind of the Spirit. Blown away by the wind of the Spirit. Blown away by the wind of the Spirit. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. I want to pray for some people tonight. You can sense the presence of the Spirit around you. I want to pray for you. Oh yes. You can sense that the Holy Spirit is all around you tonight. I want to pray for you. Just come. Don't spend time. Wind also just comes and passes. So don't waste time. Just come. It's a wind. It's a wind. It's a wind. <laughs> it's a wind. It's a wind. It's a wind. The wind of the spirit. The wind of the spirit. The wind of the spirit. And I see him lifting, 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 lifting. lifting. Oh yes. May he lift you to another level in ministry in the name of Jesus. 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 Oh yes. 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 Tonight he's clearing some things up. He's drying some things out. He's making a way, oh God. Lord. Let there be a way. By the time you get there, you would have created a way.
you are standing, you want to just take in a deep breath tonight. Just take in a deep breath tonight. Don't send anybody away that I've not asked you to send away. Take in a deep breath tonight. And if you are standing in the congregation, you can do the same. Just three. Number one. In and then out. Number two. In and out. Number three. In. Receive the Holy Spirit tonight. Receive the Holy Ghost tonight. I hope there are some ashes who are late in this house tonight. Receive him tonight in the name of Jesus. Mashukutayaba. Oh yes. 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 Do you know the song? Where are you, Lord? Where can I find you? Yeah, sing it. It's Jesus. Receive another touch of the Spirit tonight. Receive another touch of the Spirit tonight. Experience your mighty presence with me. Lord, my God, in the midst of me. Father, I pray that the wind will cause him to rise up to another level. In the name of Jesus, Lord, touch your men of God. Let there be an impartation and to another level. In the name of Jesus, let us see a fresh wind. A fresh wind, Lord. A fresh wind, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Touch them, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus. That lady bring it to me. Thank you. Thank you for an impartation tonight, Lord. you just stay, I'll do so. I'm not anointed, you just come Get out! 
somebody who is very tired today, tired in your spirit, it's not physical. Come to me. It's on the inside. So tired, you just wanted to give up. Come. Just lift up your two hands. Oh, thank you. A fresh wind is coming. Fresh to lift. The tiredness is falling away. Oh, yes. Fresh. Fresh. Not physical tiredness, from the inside.